Are you a frequent lover? Sign up for Lover's Lane's loyalty program and receive special discounts, promotions, and all month long earn triple and quadruple pleasure points on all purchases. You go at your own pace Travel together to that special place More romance, more intimacy More often, lovers Hello and welcome to the Intimacy Advisor Podcast. I am Sarah TomTom, your host as always. And today we are going to get into multiple orgasms. We are definitely talking about S-E-X. So if you don't have your headphones on or you're not in a private space, I would encourage you to do so now. Actually, I should just probably put that out there as an ongoing disclaimer for this podcast. This is a podcast for adults. Proceed accordingly. So we've been building up to this episode, so to speak, in many of the same ways as that you would try to build up to a multiple orgasm. We have talked about arousal and context and setting the mood. Last episode, we went through pleasure-based anatomy, pretty detailed explanation on all of that. And today we are culminating in multiple orgasms. Multiple orgasms can actually accompany any longer session of play. What you really need is to build and sustain a high level of arousal. You need to be able to work with your breath and your PC muscles, so gaining some control over that contraction and release that happens in the body. And you want to be building layers of sensation, potentially holding off from those really nerve-rich areas, uh, at least as you build up to the first orgasm. In vulvas, the goal is that you're building a high level of arousal and then you're making sure to jump back in really quickly after orgasm to make sure that you sustain arousal and keep blood flow in the genitals. And with penises, it's a little different in that you are are wanting to avoid direct stimulation or anything that is going to cause ejaculation in order for someone with a penis to be able to have another orgasm after the first one. General rules that apply to any and all people is that you are really wanting to carve out both the mental space and the time to set the stage for multi-orgasmic experiences. This isn't something that's going to happen very quickly for a lot of people. Certainly if it's a practice you engage in a lot, like your body gets trained to experience multiple orgasms, it might come a little bit more easily to you and you'll find that you can get more flexible in your routines. But especially initially, if you're wanting to help train your body, really make a practice of it, to get to a place where you can experience multiple orgasms, you're going to want to have some time. It can be helpful to also create 
a menu, so to speak, of sexual activities and types of touch and sensations and stimulation that are varied. Because engaging in the same kind of stimulation over time is going to be more numbing than it is going to be expansive. Thinking about activities that you can engage in that keep you aroused and also that you can switch up over the course of play that are enjoyable, but also that have some variety. This can be things like having more than one go-to position, having a couple different toys available to use, thinking about different areas of the body to be stimulating. You know, it's not going to just be the clit and the head of the penis that you're wanting to engage when creating layers of sensation in the body. You want to be engaging those less nerve-rich areas as well, like the pubic mound, the labia, the scrotum, the perineum, the prostate, the anus. You want to really use everything you've got to work with. And it is helpful to have a good working knowledge of your body because everyone's going to be a little different. For instance, for me, I'm very sensitive to things like vibration. Using a vibrator, you know, right off the bat, directly onto my clit is going to limit the amount of time that I can play. Whereas for other people, if they don't have a vibrator involved or perhaps their go-to is their Hitachi magic wand, the most powerful vibrator on the market (laughs) to sustain arousal. Like these are things that you need to know about yourself going into this practice because you're going to want to keep the blood flowing and stay engaged and not run into those roadblocks, those limits, or the really powerful kind of blowout orgasm that is hard to bounce back from because that's also going to happen, right? We can't have endless orgasms in our body all of the time. There will probably come a time in play where you reach a level of stimulation that you're like, okay, I am actually officially done. And if you're building up to that point and working towards that early in play, then you are limiting what you can explore after that point, aside from, you know, cuddles and eye gazing. You want to be able to pull from all of your pleasure tools in your toolbox, when thinking about these kinds of sessions of play that are going to be multi-orgasmic. And one of those tools that is amazing and that you're going to hear me talk about over and over again is breath. If you are a short, shallow breather or someone who holds their breath during play or tries to be quiet, if you don't, if you're not comfortable vocalizing and really having those big releasing exhales and those strong, powerful inhales and sinking your breath up to the level of arousal that is building in your body, then you are missing out on one of the really helpful tools because breath is something that you can go to 
when you hit a wall. If you're going in for the quickie and you forget, oh, wait, 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 I'm trying to create multiple orgasms here. You can use your breath through your orgasm as well or immediately following an orgasm to help center and keep your body on track for, you know, kind of hijacking that post-orgasm, post-release moment that happens where the blood leaves your genitals, you start calming down and settling in. Your breath can be a way to keep your body energized and working towards building a, another orgasm or a stronger orgasmic release from that place rather than orgasm being the period at the end of the sentence. Now the equipment that you're working with is going to make a difference here. Penis owners are going to have a different approach to multiple orgasms than vulva owners. There's two schools of thought as far as approach with multiple orgasms for penis owners. There's the squeeze technique, and there is a technique where you really avoid any types of stimulation that cause ejaculation. They're similar, and both engage the PC muscles pretty heavily. Multiple orgasms, for those of you with penises, is actually really a retraining process. So what you're working towards here is definitely a mental game. Believe you can do it. Uh, But also building that muscle memory to learn how to prevent ejaculation. Let's talk about the squeeze technique first. Maybe that's more well-known. Jack Johnston, you can look up his work. He developed the squeeze technique And I encourage you, if you are interested in multiple orgasms, to do some research outside of this podcast as well, because there's a lot of different exercises and things you um, that are available that you can practice. The first step that can be really helpful is to isolate and identify your PC muscles, regardless of the method that you're going to attempt. Really start to get a good sense of what a controlled tighten of the PC muscles and a controlled release looks like. So you're sort of testing what you're working with. You can isolate those muscles and you develop some connection to them. Flexing your pelvic floor is going to be something that's going to help interrupt the programmed arousal ejaculation process that is most likely what your body has experienced the most. And and the same is true for all all bodies, for vulva owners as well. You really want a, a good connection to your PC muscles if you're trying to gain more control over your orgasmic response or do something like work towards multiple orgasms. Now, when you're starting out in a session of play, you want to be avoiding with the squeeze technique any stimulation of the head of the penis, or perhaps you have a technique that you really love with stroking the penis that builds you up to orgasm quickly, you're going to stay away from that technique. It doesn't mean you throw it out altogether, but in these sessions of play, it is not your friend. 
you're going to want to focus on stimulating the less orgasmic regions of your erogenous zones. So the base of your cock, massaging the perineum, prostate massage, a toy that's really fantastic for if you're someone who is interested in exploring the prostate is any of the Aneros line of prostate massagers. The experience of a lot of users of Aneros is that they experienced orgasms without ejaculation for the first time. So this can be a great way to teach your body how to have an orgasm without ejaculation. If you are not interested in stimulating the prostate, you can massage the base of the penis. You can externally massage the prostate through the perineum with a massager or your hands. And you want to just start building arousal so that you start feeling those contractions that are your cue that you're working up towards climax. Any sensation that is getting you close to that point of no return or getting you to a place where you feel like you're going to ejaculate, you want to step back from that stimulation. And eventually what is going to happen if you can work through those, that desire to work up towards ejaculation, you're going to start feeling kind of like a fluttering. Maybe it's a pulsing or a tingling feeling for you. And that's just a great sign that you're on the right track. And you want to be breathing deeply through this process. And audible exhales can be really helpful. Making noise helps build this energy in the body and doesn't just keep it localized in the cock. And eventually you're going to start working in a little bit more direct stimulation of the penis. And when you get close or at any point feel like you're going to ejaculate, you're going to squeeze just below the head of the penis until the urge to ejaculate subsides and then you resume the stimulation. You are not necessarily going to experience a release without ejaculation right away. But if you continue practicing this where you find ways to build up towards orgasm and either with your PC muscles or with the squeeze under the head of the penis, prevent your body from ejaculating, what's going to happen is you're rewiring your arousal process to a new method. And eventually it will all come together and you will experience that wave and that release without the ejaculation, without necessarily losing erection and be able to continue stimulating through either another round of that style of orgasm or to a stronger, more powerful ejaculation orgasm. The squeeze method is very popular. It's not necessary to squeeze the head of your penis in order to experience these types of rolling orgasms. You can also use your PC muscles in that way. Whenever you feel like ejaculate is going to happen, accompanying a long, slow breath, you can pull your PC muscles in tighten them up. It's almost like, you know, pulling in your anus 
and you can hold for five to 10 seconds until the really strong urge to ejaculate passes. And then you start adding the sensation back in, continue with the breathing. And anytime you feel like you're going to ejaculate, you do that squeeze, gauge your PC muscles. So what this is doing is it's starting to separate out the contraction and release your body's natural response from ejaculation so that you're able to experience your body working up towards orgasm without having to ejaculate every time. So if you're interested in learning more about this, Cam Frazier is an educator who's fantastic and also has a podcast. Jack Johnston, like I said before, has a lot of techniques for working um, his method. There's a book called The Multi-Orgasmic Man. I'll link to all of this in the show notes. Now, if you are interested in experiencing multiple orgasms and you have a vulva, you play with someone with a vulva, there are certainly similarities in how you build up to multiple orgasms as you would with a penis. The big difference being that in an estrogen-based body, the way that arousal builds up to climax is less linear. You know, there's kind of peaks and valleys. And the upside to this is that you can almost ride the wave of one orgasm into the next one, as long as you identify the key cues that your body gives you in terms of when the relaxation really hits post-orgasm to the point where it's really hard to rebuild back up. Most important things to be thinking about, build a lot of arousal in the body. 20 minutes is what you're really wanting to have under your belt before you start working towards orgasm. That sounds like a long time for some of us, Uh, but Ideally, you're working those lesser erogenous zones, getting a lot of blood flowing in the body in whatever way uh, works for you. It can be a full body naked massage. It can be light vibration while making out. It can be the pussy hug, which is the palm of the hand cupping the vulva and applying some pressure while your partner talks dirty to you. It can be a spanking, whatever it is. You want to then slowly build to your body's easiest, most relaxed way to climax. The caveat here is unless your easiest, most relaxed way to climax creates a really intense orgasm for you that you feel a very quick drop off. So let me give you an example of this. I said earlier, I'm very sensitive to vibration. If I use my favorite toy, my stone shaped vibrator, my external toy that I have, my WeVibe Touch X, and I put it directly onto my clit and that is how I orgasm, That is a level of stimulation for me that is not something that's easy to follow up, is not what I do when I'm trying to have multiple orgasms or a really long session of play with myself or with my partner. 
but certainly it's my go-to if I'm trying to have a quickie. So for me, the way that I can avoid that is I can potentially use my vibrator. I just can't use it directly on my clit. So for you, think about the types of stimulation that feel really great and can be orgasmic for you, but are not, you know, your blowout orgasms. Is it oral sex? Is it oral sex with a finger internally? Is it some light external vibration? For some people, penetrative play is where they are able to experience multiple orgasms because there's less direct stimulation of the clit. The key is find what works best for your body to experience a climax and then also to be able to continue receiving stimulation after. Because what you're wanting to do is you're wanting to maintain arousal by continuing to lightly stimulate the vulva, either with some pubic mound pressure, vibration, someone's mouth, some vulva massage, because you want to maintain blood flow in the genitals so that you can pick up the arousal cycle within less than 30 seconds. You definitely want to back off of any direct clit stimulation or intense stimulation, but you want to keep the vulva engaged and you want to breathe through that really crucial 30 to 60 seconds post-orgasm. And then you are starting to rebuild stimulation from there. So you are amplifying the intensity post-orgasm. You want to be rebuilding up to a new higher level of arousal. So this can be engaging in the same kind of stimulation you were just engaging in, but just with more intensity. Or it can be perhaps you were engaging in oral sex and then you transition to more targeted stimulation of the clit or internal stimulation, or you add in something new. But essentially you're thinking, either more intense, deeper, harder, or a new erogenous zone is integrated in. So think of it almost like a stepladder, like what what's on your menu and where can you increase intensity? And for some people, it really is just adding a vibrator into the mix or turning up the volume on their vibrator while they continue to engage in play. The PC muscles are certainly a big part of this as well. You've got the crucial 30 to 60 seconds post your first orgasm where you want to be rebuilding stimulation. You can actually be pulsing your Kegel muscles during that time to help keep blood flowing and really tap into the contraction and release that your body has been engaging in. You can actively fire up your PC muscles to help you working towards the second or third orgasm. Working your Kegel muscles outside of play is also a great way to amplify or gain more control over experiencing multiple orgasms. For those of us with vulvas, we're not retraining our body not to ejaculate in the same way that someone with a penis is. 
but you are training your body in the sense that you're trying to gain control not only of that crucial time post-orgasm, but also of the contraction and release that happens within the body so that you can continue stimulation past the point of when you would normally wrap up play or let your body calm down. I wouldn't say that toys are in any way a requirement for experiencing multiple orgasms, but when you're thinking about really setting the stage and setting yourself up for success and that menu of options that you're going to have available to you to be able to create the versatility to maintain a high level of stimulation and do that kind of um, stepladder up leveling of stimulation, toys can be really helpful to be thinking about in that regard. Toys that are really great for this, obviously, are Kegel balls. Having something that you can use to help train these muscles. I really like G-Spot massagers as well because they, uh, you know, something that has like a firm, like the Enjoy one, something with a really firm curved head that allows you to incorporate some targeted urethral sponge massage into your plate. Also, your hands are really great (laughs) tools, toys for urethral sponge massage. Having some toys on hand that can create types of stimulation that are different than what you and your partner can experience together or that just help you create that versatility and variety in play with yourself. And certainly position pillows create versatility. Some other resources for this, The Multi-Orgasmic Woman is another book that's great. Getting Off by Jamie Waxman is a book really focused on solo play, but it covers a lot of ways to gain command over your body. So those would be some things that I would check out as well. And as always, you can visit us at intimacyadvisor.com, read through all the great education and blogs that are there, as well as ask us questions. You can find me directly at sarah at sarahtomtom.com and All of my classes are available on pleasurepractices.com. And you can hit us up on social, Intimacy Advisor Pod on Instagram. And I look forward to talking to you all again very soon. And where we're going next is finding your orgasm. So for those of you who listened to this episode and were like, "Mm, I don't know that I'm quite there yet with this multiple orgasm nonsense, but I would like to generally feel better or more in command of my body's orgasmic response, or I don't even know if I've had an orgasm. That's what we're going to talk about in our next episode in the lover's lane. Thanks for tuning in. Are you a frequent lover? Then sign up for Lover's Lane's loyalty program. Access special discounts and promotions, and all month long, frequent lovers earn triple and quadruple pleasure points on all purchases.
intimacy.